a Shishkin Productions podcast. Probably I'm going to drop like $500 on a stupid fucking vacuum. I really would suggest one of those Dyson, I think the V7 or V8s. Uh, This has become like CNET podcast. What's up, Sizzlers? Welcome to another episode of the Sizzle Reel Podcast. We're we're back for another week. We are, and it's it's kind of another special edition. This is a weekend edition. This is a weekend edition. We're doing this right before we're doing this right before the release because we're trying to make this content fresh as hell. That, that's last exactly week, it. Last week we made the content so fresh that we made it after the release. It's crazy. So it was, it was like, like a pre-order. Pre-order right in your ears. It was amazing. It was it was the way to do it. But this week. We're doing it the night before. Yeah. The day before. The afternoon before. Yeah. Chris, you just got back from Long Island. I did. I did. Uh, it, was, it was my girlfriend's cousin's birthday yesterday, and we all went out there to hang out and, you know, just drink and hang out in the backyard. You were playing um, cornhole hockey. You were, like, throwing a cornhole bean bag with the hockey stick. Well, that's not not quite exactly how it, how it happened, but there was cornhole, and then there was also a, a, a game of hockey where it's, like, a platform with a net and mm-hmm. there's two of them and you basically pick the distance you want and you have to use actual sticks and actual pucks See, and you shoot it over that sounds amazing I it, it was so that. cool too because it, it is like cornhole where you have two people on each side and like your teammate is on the other side so mm-hmm. you can also deflect it into the net oh, oh that's so, cool so fun dude dude uh, we you know what maybe the next time we do a scissor reel contest We'll yeah. have to get that involved. Yeah, I mean, mini golf is great, but yeah, but this hockey. Is, hockey would be way better. Speaking of, speaking of contests, I think we have a winner, dude. I think we have an accidental winner. An accidental winner. Evan called in this weekend, and the uh, Google Voice like automatic. You know, how it automatically like tries to translate what was happening in the voicemail. Yeah, yeah, a little so transcription. It, yeah, the, it popped up and it said, "Hey, this is David," and I was like, "Who the fuck is David?" David. And then uh, it turns out that this was just wrong because here is what Evan said. Hey, this is Evan. I'm calling from my car phone, you know, real boss material here. I, I can't even stop to make a phone call. I have to move at 69 miles an hour, you know, to have a conversation with anybody now. Real boss. <laughs> I am so frustrated with Dropbox and Google Drive, man. Oh, my God. That is so... Why do people think they can put up terabytes of footage on the Internet? What is the point? What is the, Who's going to be able to download that? Send me a drive, you cheap bastard. That is a very strong take, and I'm here for it. Dude, I love it so much because basically he's just using the cold line as as a therapist. I, and I, I encourage that behavior. Same here. Please, same please. here. Call in the cold line, rant away to it. It's going to be there for you no matter what situation you're in. And, the cold and line's never going down, baby. The cold line's there for good. I'm paying monthly for this shit. 332-333-4361. That's right. And you know what? Like To, to go back to the contest, we'll, we'll touch on what he just said in a second, but sure. to go back to the contest, the 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 rules were and yeah. they call in and tell us anything about media and he accidentally did it yeah he, so, he hit all the rules before anyone else called in and he wasn't even calling in for the contest i don't think so he was just mad that's it he was just, he was just he was riled up he was uh it was um he was he was feeling that march madness yeah, but in yeah, july exactly uh so now evan if you're listening to this uh you probably i don't know if you know the rules but you won so next time you come to new york mini golf on you us. and a plus one on us and key lime pie and red hook. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be a hell of a time. But you know what's so funny? Evan just brought up that point about uh, Google Drive and terabytes of footage. Yeah. Well, 
We just set up media shuttle. We finally literally on on Friday we set up media shuttle. Chris spent uh what like seven or eight hours Liter- working on that shit. The, the entire day from eleven it eleven a.m. to to seven thirty p.m. Jesus Christ! It was so stupid, and it, it was one of those things where it's you're just troubleshooting all day, and you know there's like one small setting somewhere that's probably off, and I don't even know exactly how I fixed it. Media shuttle wasn't even the issue. It was yeah. getting our server to play nicely on a Windows computer. Fuck Windows. I know, right? Every and then time. dude, fi- we finally got it working and we realized that it's only at 1 gig speed instead of 10 and uh yeah. that's how we found out we needed a new computer. I bought the wrong computer. So now we we ordered another computer and uh, Airvents one is going to bring it to us tomorrow. Yeah, man. It really is a team effort around here. Um it it's uh it's a lot. It's a lot of shit. <laughs> you know, like you didn't, you don't think that it's going to take that long. Like, uh, frankly, we, what, it was like mid May when we started moving really. Yeah. Like that's when we actively were like, this is the place we're moving to whatever. And we were like, all right, by July 1st, we'll be up and running. That's like, now it's more like, feels more like September 1st. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just going to take forever. You know, like right now things are operational. Sure. Absolutely. But like, it's just the little tiny things it's like, oh, so it's going to take another week to get media shuttle. It's going to take another week before we can run the cable and get get every computer wired up properly it's exactly. gonna take another few weeks before we can paint the place it's it's a whole thing it, yeah we're at a point where everything everything's working and operational we could have several editors in here at a time like we have our podcast studio built but we still have a lot of finishing touches to go yeah. and we're just trying to we still have some minor upgrades and i guess a couple major upgrades yeah and ju- and then just like quality of life stuff you know like hiding the cables you know making sure things look nice and presentable if we do want to have clients in and then there's like the the other stuff that's more it's not even technical it's just like we moved and so some of the furniture doesn't fit the space anymore and we have the these few extra pieces of furniture just like taking up room that we just need to get the fuck rid of actually if you're listening to this and you want a ikea chaise lounge it's very comfortable um Call call the call the cold line. Yeah, three, three, two, three, 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 four, three, six, one. And I'm actually it's going to be very clean. I'm bringing in a I have to bring in a Bissell like steam cleaner tomorrow. Nice. Um, because, you know, these these everything got a little bit dusty. Our cleaning and, crew has not been pulling their weight, honestly. Wow. They've been can, coming in. Can our cleaning crew hear? Our cleaning crew, I don't think can hear any of those. Okay. But they uh, have been complaining about how dusty it is. I'm like, you're the cleaning crew. <laughs> I know it's dusty. That's why you're here. But the, the cleaning crew is right outside the podcast studio yeah, as we speak. Yeah, the cleaning crew is doing some they, they, Google Drive shit right yeah. now. Um, Chris, uh, before we get too far into it, what's up with the socials? Where can people find us? Seven minutes in, I figure, is the perfect place yeah. to tell people about socials. I, I agree. If you're still listening, then you care. Yeah. Uh, we're we're on Instagram and on Twitter at Gang. Uh, we are on Gmail, Gmail. sizzlerealgang at gmail.com. We're on Gmail. Uh, <laughs> we have a TikTok at Shishkin Productions. You can get some edit tips there. And of course, we have the cold line, 332-333-4361. The best cold line ever. And speaking of, here's the second message that Evan left us. Now, full transparency. I haven't heard this one. I'd heard the first one. I have not heard the second one, Same. nor have I read it. So this is the first time we're hearing it. Here we go. Hey, this is Evan, just, you know, listening to the pod in the car as you do, you know, peaceful, happy day, just sunshine and daydream. I uh, wanted to ask you guys a question of, like, editing philosophy, you know, do you guys think that uh, it's smart to cut in the gap? If you're listening to, like, a dialogue, you cut in the gap where there's a break, 
or you try to cut in the middle of the fray. I'm, I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, love to hear about your match-on-action uh, philosophy here and pacing and interview editing. Um, okay, so I don't know if I really understand the question. I feel like it's like... Oh, I guess I and now I understand that I was about to say it. So he's asking where if you have a conversation like a dialogue between yeah. two people, do you switch? You have one shot of person A, one shot of person B. Do you switch angles after person A is done talking to person B, or do you w- switch to person B before the, con- the the gap in the dialogue? Gotcha. Basically, you're like uh, like Jay are, cutting, are you L and cutting, yeah. cutting, or are you just doing straight cuts? Dude, uh, I'm all about the L and J cutting, even if it's just marginal and fractional. I think if you cut it too sharp, it, it ends up looking robotic and weird. Yeah, I think so. I'd say my philosophy when I'm actually like laying things out, they're all just straight cuts. Um, and then once once I have, you know, the, the bulk of it, yeah, then I start going in and I'll do some, you know, the micro L and J cuts. Uh, but I'd say most of that for me is actually motivated by like what I have to work with. You know, sometimes yeah. you people look stupid or sometimes right, you're yeah, yeah. sometimes you're faking the audio a little bit. And or if someone like, you know, how, the thing that always gets me that sucks is like right before someone's about to say something. And you want to show them for a split second before, but then they like lick their lips or something. Mm-hmm. You're like, God damn it. I yeah. can't show that. Or yeah. or like a lot of times you uh, they kind of tr- keep trailing off, but you can cut their their statement earlier. Yeah. And you can't show them continue to talk. talk. So yeah, you, you exactly. kind of have to jump to the other person a little bit earlier. It's- if you have the ideal situation though you prefer to do like little l cut j cut type things i think so yeah, yeah i mean i i try not to go crazy with it just you know it drives me <laughs> crazy ooh, ooh. exactly you know that song no, uh no no i you don't. really never heard that song i've never heard oh that song oh my god chris you're missing out that was like an 80s hit wow that's crazy was it uh um who's the band it drives me crazy I, like I don't know i've, I've never find, find young cannibals oh fine oh actually cannibals. she drives me crazy not it <laughs> <laughs> You know the song? I do know the song. You know the song? Yeah, I listened to it on the way here. I was you, on Long Island. That's you, all they listened to you over said there. You didn't know the song. Yeah, I was being, being facetious, bro. Yeah, you're being a liar. I, um, Chris, so look, right now as we're recording this, uh, the project that you made last week, you spent all, most of last week doing this, the yeah. versus episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we want to give away who it is, but we're just gonna say it. Whatever. No, I think, I think we have. Yeah, Chris Paul versus Steve Nash. Yeah, you. Um, made a version as if Chris Paul had won. No, see, oh, you didn't. No, I actually made the version as if the Bucks are going to win, and we don't know yet. It's it, the Bucks are up three to two right now yep. in the series, but the Sun started out two nothing, so it seemed like it was going to be an you know a sweep, maybe or yeah. at least an easy victory. Um, this is actually for me is a better situation because if the Suns win, then I have to take you know footage from like you know up-to-date current footage from chris paul winning and right. like lifting the trophy you know you whatever gotta, you gotta, it is gotta like that morning you gotta come in and exactly like bust your ass and hurry up and do this and then send it out right exactly but and switch out some dialogue the way you have it now it looks like it's pretty pretty close exactly and i do still have some notes to go through i think uh i think we want some more phoenix oriented chris paul imagery in there yeah. which i like i understand it for narrative purposes they said uh i don't I am hesitant to lean in too much to that because 
he's only been there for a year and Chris Paul's had an 18 year career, you know, or 16 years. Like, I mean, I think I think we split the difference. Right? Yeah, we do yeah, a little same. bit of client request, and then we also stick with a little bit of what we did. Exactly. Right? But um, yeah, that one looked cool. I watched it. That was a good one. That series is taking off. It's I like doing it. All right, it's, it's doing all right. You know, I've heard a lot of like normal people and national media seem like completely signed off on this series. They don't care about it, I guess, because they don't care about the teams. But I've I've really enjoyed it. I've watched every game in the series and. You See, know. I, I'll, uh, my experience with like reading about it and listening about it has been very different because like all the stuff that I listen to mm-hmm. is not like national media type shit. It's like, I mean, yes, like technically nerds. Right. Exactly. They're technically yeah. still national media, yeah. but it's like no matter what the matchup was, they would like it. You yeah. Know they I mean? love so, the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Um, They're actually it's so interesting from a, a media perspective in terms of like what they're doing now in terms of getting content out uh asap because it used to be like a game would wrap up right like let's take last finals for example a game would wrap up and on tv you would get content Mm -hmm. immediately sure and in terms of podcasts one thing that i remember that was like pretty consistent was like uh, that like Brian Windhorst and Zach Lowe would go on TV and yeah. do a show, and then they would just pull the audio from that show and drop it in and make it a podcast. Those things oh, really? sucked. They weren't very good because, huh. like, you know, even when they're talking about you know the stats and what happened in the game, that music bed comes up and they're showing highlights. Yeah. So they never cut that. So there's like random music beds just coming up. It, it didn't work. Was that for Wendy's podcast? Lowe's uh, or I think, a I think that was for Brian Windhorst's pod okay. that they would like just put on Lowe's feed as well. Okay, but. This year, what they've been doing is right after the games, they have gotten uh, it's Zach Lowe and Brian Winhorst, and they get a guest. And it's usually like like last for for last night's game, mm-hmm. it was Nick Nurse, and then they had really? Michael Malone. They've had Tyrese Halliburton. Like they yeah, that's cool. Right after the game, and so that podcast goes up like immediately. Like I woke up this morning, it was there. And uh, that's awesome. I think that's, that's smart. I think it's really interesting because a bunch of outlets have started doing that where they've been just like, let's get podcasts up immediately and yeah. turn, turn them around. Emergency so, pods, as they used yeah, to call them. But yeah. now it now it seems like it's built in. It's not an emergency pod. It's a we're planning. We're it's planning for this. Yeah, it's it's it, it's it's very close to like radio. It's like, it hey, is. we're almost back to real like old school radio days. That's so interesting. You know? But now we're doing like it's on demand radio, right? Podcasts yeah, yeah. on demand radio. That's exactly but, what it is. Um, I don't know. I think it's been cool. It's really nice for someone like me who likes to consume stuff that way. I'd rather consume that way than watching it on TV. That's pretty much how, how I feel. Part of that is because I there's nothing, there's no sports shows that I really feel do a great job analyzing yeah. anymore. Like ESPN is pretty much as generic as they can get. But and even even if it did a good job, like there's no point in watching that show that's true yeah because you're only going to hear it like hearing it's the important part you don't need to watch Stephen a smith to talk about something you just need to hear him yeah what are you going to do you're going to watch the same highlights you just saw last night over yeah. and over again i, I was about to say the, the difference there i think for me is if you've watched the game you can just listen to you can listen about it the next day but if yeah. you haven't seen the game it is kind of difficult to I don't know if they're take, talking take about specific that plays. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like a couple games ago, if they were talking about Giannis's block and, and his steal at the end of the game, like yeah. I would have, I mean, I guess I would just take my phone and go onto YouTube immediately and I'd, I'd probably get it just as quickly, but there is a convenience to just turning on the TV and seeing the highlights and having them analyzed for you at the same time. Yeah. Um, well, 
you know, it's a uh, it, it's a crazy it's a crazy new sort of uh, adaptation of it. It's like we're taking the old the radio and we're adapting it with the new. I the, mean, that's the the twenty four hour like sports media cycle, right? So Tr- trends are cyclical, right? It's pretty wild, but I'm into it. Um, have you heard about this? This is kind of similar. Like, you, you remember when um that like so new social media website that uh, clubhouse you remember oh, that? yeah i remember clubhouse so clubhouse i actually just uninstalled it from my phone like a week or two ago because I, I knew i was never going to use it the new thing that that is popping off right now is called yeah. beams you beams. ever heard of beams i haven't beams is a really interesting concept so beams is micro podcasting is what they call it so pretty much what happens is like the you decide on a topic right so say the topic that we picked is, uh, I don't know, gardening, right? And gardening. like you're like, oh, this is a the podcast about gardening, and this episode is like the best plant you've ever bought, right? Sure. That topic becomes an open topic, kind of right, and everyone from their phone can submit a beam, right? And that's a ninety second voice clip. Oh, up, that's up, it? Up to 90 seconds. So what it ends up being, the episode, is just a one by one. You can play through just all of these people giving you their answers to that question. So it's almost like Clubhouse was like two people usually going super deep on a topic yeah. and deciding if they wanted to let the room ask a question, they could. But generally, it was just two or three people going super deep on a topic, right? Okay. With Beams, it's like, you know... 40 the 30 40 people whatever going not very deep at all on a topic each person just gets to say their little piece and p- the people aren't reacting to each other are they they're just reacting to the topic to the question at exactly hand? okay yeah. that, that's pretty cool you just get like it's, lots of different opinions yeah and you can kind of pick and choose what topics you're into it, 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 it's pretty interesting i haven't downloaded it yet and i haven't looked at it okay but i did some reading about it and i was like uh maybe uh, maybe interesting like i'm curious get if in they, on the ground floor yeah but, I mean, I actually think that's something we should explore. We should try to do a beam here for there. like some uh, for for like video shit. Yeah, why I not? Think I think it'd be pretty good. I wonder if they they do like uh you know currently trending kind of thing, yeah. or if it's just a very broad search for what you're into yeah. kind of thing. Pick your interests. Maybe maybe I'll try to sign up for that. Yeah, is like it invite only or, or? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I'll try to sign up for it though. And you know, another thing I signed up for was this website called Podmatch. So I put the sizzle reel on Podmatch. Really? It's like to try to get guests. And oh, some, hell some, yeah. Yeah, some random dude already like requested to be a guest on the show. And I was like, hmm. Actually? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll show you his profile Okay. Later. He's like a professional musician, like career musician, bassist. And he's played on like different stuff and toured and, and stuff. Okay. And he wrote a book. And I don't know. I mean, I that's like, cool. Oh, it's not, it's not, not, cool. not it's totally our niche. Not really but, what we do, yeah. but it would be kind of fun to hear from like a working class musician. Yeah, why you know not? I mean, so I'll show you this stuff. Okay. You'll you'll probably have to lead most of that conversation. Yeah. Um, I feel like just looking at the guy, he seems like he could lead his own conversation. Okay. He seems like he... Uh, well, I mean, if he's reaching out dude. to the Sizzle Reel podcast... To- he, he, he's down bad. <laughs> he's down bad if he wants to be on the Sizzle Reel podcast. Uh, um, yeah, so it's uh, it's it's been, a, it's been a crazy little week, though. It's been a crazy little week, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've... Uh, it- this week, it was slow, but... I think uh, we made some good progress on setting up the media shuttle. That's yeah, it. it's weird. You know, I uh, one of the people who was at at the party I was at yesterday. He's a colorist, and then another person works in uh, like she's a visual effects uh, makeup person. Right. Um, and 
they were like he was just asking me how work was and i was like it's weird it's been steady but slow yeah but not not in a bad way because we've had so many so much to do that is more like i don't know office related and just like bigger picture as opposed to just you know editing every day and having projects coming in yeah and i mean we have a couple mainstays like the mls stuff and the intel stuff that's always around yep but we have yeah i guess we haven't really had any new projects lately we almost had a new one and it just wasn't going to work out because like we would have had to work on the weekend and they weren't willing to pay the the rate not, not doing that yeah not doing that yeah, I mean, I think that uh, it's it, it's 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 kind of like a, a growing process, you know. Yeah. Like, we just moved into a new like a hermit crab that moved into a new shell. Yeah, and it's like we're like we still gotta get enough stuff to fill this shell out. Yeah. Like, yeah. unfortunately, we have two computers that are like not being used. But again, it goes back to what we were saying earlier. Everything takes longer than you think because we can't really use these until we get them all wired up. So exactly. we have like another week of just like running on three computers you know what i mean yeah it's like we can we can wire them up in a pinch if we need to it's going to be an ugly solution but it'll work but we'd rather just do it right yeah and like have everything set up and then once everything's good to go then we'll take on all the work right exactly i think that's going to be in september i feel like july and august we're still going to be operating at like old office capacity kind of yeah which really isn't a big deal because the rent's like not that much higher honestly I, it might even be october because september y- you guys are going to be out for a little bit it's true i'm going to be out for a little bit uh yeah i mean i guess i don't I know think, well i think that by september we'll be all wired up and hopefully this room is ready to go mm-hmm. and germs pod's gonna launch so we'll be using the machine that's in here a lot i'm really excited and, for germs pod yeah me too i think it's season gonna two be, is gonna be good season two is gonna be great because we're gonna have it all booked out in advance and uh the guests are gonna be a little bit different and yeah. more importantly germs not gonna know all the guests so he's not gonna be you know what i mean he's not gonna get like, out of he's his not comfort gonna zone. actually like be friends with all these people mm-hmm. he's gonna have to like engage and chat with them yeah he'll have to so. put in some research on these people as well well we'll see yeah maybe maybe well, I, I think I, i'll do the research and just give him like a one sheet i mean what the point is like a little it's just a different dynamic plus yeah. uh no video that's going to be huge. Yes. I, I wonder how much more comfortable he'll be on Mike. No, I yeah. mean, he obviously he got better as, as the season went on. Yeah. But I, I think not having the video will also make the guest feel much more comfortable. I agree. hundred percent. I think that's how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, let's take a quick little break. And then uh, when we come back, uh, oh, we'll talk about the Anthony Bourdain thing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Chris, you ever heard of Smells Like? Smells Like? Yeah, Smells Like. They're a Brooklyn-based candle company, and they're taking the world by storm. Are they storming the Capitol? They're not storming the Capitol, but they may be storming your living room with their candles. All you got to do is go to SmellsLikeBK.com, type in the code SIZZLE, and you're going to get 20% off. Damn, 20%? 20% off. That's a deal. These are some fucking sick candles, too. I would even go as far as saying they're fucking lit. Fucking lit? Yeah, and that's because that was their flagship scent that they developed last year. Fucking Lit is probably my favorite scent from them, and it contains tobacco, whiskey, sandalwood, white cedar. You're going to get all of that just from Fucking Lit. That is Fucking Lit. Go get it at SmellsLikeBK.com. Use the code Sizzle. Welcome back, Sizzlers. You know, Alexi and I were talking last week uh, about some a topic that involves ethics in editing, and 
you know, I, I don't have a whole lot of background on this story other than what you told me, mm -hmm. but uh, it, it sounds pretty interesting. Like, yeah. So um, I'm sure you all know who Anthony Bourdain is, a uh, former travel writer, travel host. I say former because he dead. <laughs> he dead. It's true. Um, I think he, he dead it himself. As he, a matter of fact, he dead it himself. That he was did. his move. Um, but R.I.P. Anthony Bourdain. He he seemed like a cool dude. I literally I literally don't know anything about him other than what he was doing on the show. Yeah. Same. So maybe he like you know maybe he wasn't that cool off the screen. I have no idea. No, I think he has a good reputation. I think I I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I, I can't get too far into yeah, it because I, I, I don't know him. Literally don't know anything about it. Yeah. Um, but they're making a documentary about him, uh, and the director um had emails from Anthony Bourdain where Bourdain had written um, a few lines and the director wanted to use those lines as VO. So he wanted Bourdain's voice reading those emails. Um, they obviously didn't have that. Can't get it, right? Because the man's is dead. Yeah. And so what they did was they Rip. used one of those. I think we talked about this way back, like episodes and episodes ago. Yeah. But like a deep fake, quote unquote, voice software. So they fed in, I think, 12 hours of Anthony Bourdain voice and they had a generated deep fake quote unquote voice say those lines from the email um i did hear one of them and it did not sound great when you were like it sounded weird and then, oh you could tell that it was kind of yeah and then people in the comments were like yo they just like tarnish this man's legacy by sounding like Microsoft Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, he does kind of sound like Microsoft Sam. Uh, but um, yeah, it was, um, it's interesting. It brings up an interesting point. It's like, man, like he didn't actually say those things. I don't know. He wrote them. I personally think that it's okay the way they did it. I don't see anything ethically wrong with it. Yeah. For, for me, I'm on the same page as you because they are his own words written granted he never spoke them but i feel like i i don't know you're not you are putting words in his mouth but at the same time you're not because those are his true sentiments right mm -hmm. yeah it's it is tricky though because it's one of those like slippery slope things and also the fact that that technology is there at all is kind of terrifying uh you said it didn't sound that good did it sound like like a hard cut or like a no it just it just didn't sound like real it's not that it sounded like a hard cut it's uh here i'll play it for you real quick so it's uh right around here it's if you go to youtube for anyone who's listening and you go to it's the film's called roadrunner if you type in roadrunner film about anthony bourdain official trailer uh it's about a minute and a half in so so when he says i am successful So you hear that? It's when he said, and I am successful. All right, so I'll run it back one more time. Honestly, that doesn't sound too bad to me. It sounds like just a standard, you know, we, we cut around something and made yeah. it work. Um, I don't know. It's weird because we do stuff like that all the time, it, particularly with like the corporate videos mm -hmm. when they're talking about the product and we're just trying to make the product sound even better. Yeah. We will kind of like merge sentences together and, you know, we make someone say something that they didn't actually physically say. Right. But we always we're not making them 
say the opposite of what they were trying to say. Like exactly. it's still along the same lines. We're just trying to clean clean it up for them and make them sound better and more intelligent. Yeah. And and just like get the message across better. I have zero problems with it at all, period. Because this is stuff that he literally wrote in an email. Yeah. That was his voice. Like his written voice. Yeah. I think that. I think that's okay. I have no issue with this specific example of it. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't know. It's one of those things where I don't, I don't, what if someone just fed all of the sizzle reel into uh, an AI generated algorithm, whatever. It would break. It, <laughs> it would break the computer. The computer would fall apart. It would start, steam would start coming out of it. It would be crazy. It would just get really mad. Yeah, it would just turn into like a pile of garbage. <laughs> it'd be like, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, but I, okay, so what? If they if they fed it all in, who, who cares? Like, again, if they used it to generate a synthesis of my voice and like have me read things that I wrote, I wouldn't really care. Like, if, if it's, I wrote it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It could still be taken out of context, though. Yeah. It's uh, it's 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 an interesting it's an interesting slippery slope. And I like what you said about how it's related to like what we do. Yeah. Because you're right. Like we do it a lot. Like where we'll, you know, for example, say the thing that we have to talk about is like, I don't know. For example, if they're talking about an Intel chip. And instead of saying this Intel chip is great, they say it's really great. Mm-hmm. Then it will just remove the it and we'll replace it with a different part where they said the Intel chip. Yeah. So then I'll say the Intel chip is really great. Exactly. And it's like it's the same sentiment. It's just that we're replacing that you know, like pronoun, whatever it is. We're replacing it with the actual subject. Yeah. Right? I, th- I think a big uh, like an important part of of the ethical line for me is that you are still trying to get across the same message. You can use different words, you can play with their words, yeah. but as long as you're not as long as you're staying true to what they said, I think it's okay. Which is ironic because the la- one of the last things we did that was interview re- related was um these things called one-on-ones for a company called oh, World's Greatest. Yeah. Where okay, the, the well. athlete interviews themselves and I know you did you took a lot of stuff out of context for those. Yeah, okay, so at the at, at for what, Chris? At, at the expense <laughs> at for comedy, quote for unquote. For the sake of comedy. For the sake of comedy, I don't know. About for a that. couple giggles. For just a few. Yeah, so it's uh you are right to bring that up. I I straight up took a couple answers. So I think we mentioned it before, but basically the the concept is the athlete asks themselves a series of questions and mm-hmm. then they answer those questions right. on the other other side of the camera. And I did take some answers that were for different questions just to just to be just funny. Just to fuck around, just to be funny. And you think that's an excuse? <laughs> you think it's okay? Yes, I do. You I think do it's think okay? it's okay. All right. Well, so in that situation, I think the athletes are, they're kind of aware of what the video is about. Like, they're they're only a minute or two long, so I'm hoping that the the production crew shows them the videos because otherwise I do feel a little bit bad. But I, I feel like they go into it with the idea, like knowing that this is supposed to be funny, like right. based on some of the questions that they ask yes. and just the whole concept. They they got to know that it's not we're not do it. We're not Barbara Walters here, you know, like, yeah, we're not. This isn't investigative journalism. This is just this is fucking around. Silly fuckery. Exactly. We're this just is... we're just trying to showcase the personality behind the athlete that's true that's true it's like when they say what's my favorite food and then it's like what are you afraid of and 
then you switch the answers. You know what I mean? You're yeah. like, um, chicken. Of, yeah. I'm afraid, I'm, I'm afraid of chicken. chickens. Afraid of chickens dude. They're crazy. <laughs> They're like dinosaurs. I'm afraid of rice. You know, There's we so have, many of them. You know what? You you say that, but there are people who are afraid of shit like that. You ever seen those Maury episodes where they're like, I'm afraid of pickles <laughs> or like whatever. And then and then Maury's like, all right, you sit right here and someone dressed as a giant pickle comes out. And he's like, oh, my God. I believe they did it with cotton balls. Someone dressed as a cotton ball monster came out. And oh, the lady just no. ran off the oh, fucking that's hilarious. stage. How, yeah, do you, how do you think she felt about the, the Stay Puft Marshmallow guy from... I got to say, I think the entire thing was staged, right? Like, there's no... Am I tra- am I being insensitive? Like how do you, how are you afraid of afraid of like a little, a little cotton ball? Like, I know, that is fucking weird. Just, like so, I, you, I, I don't, you don't like, wear you don't wear shirts because they're made out of cotton. Good point. Well, I don't like the way that cotton balls feel, but I'm not afraid of them. I just don't I like, like the, it. I like that the squeaky. Yeah, the squeaky kind of throws squeaky. me off a little bit. I love the squeaky. Squeaky. The, squeaky. My least favorite actually is uh, popsicle sticks. Just there's something about them that makes me shudder like i don't feel that way oh it's so weird it, it's you mean just, like when you bite into a popsicle stick mm-hmm. oh see i don't i don't feel that way at all oh uh, yeah if i bite and i hit the the stick with my teeth yeah. oh i hate it so i, I feel about it. forks like metal forks obviously mm. but like with the popsicle stick not a big deal it's just a popsicle stick you know what i mean see, it's only the wooden popsicle sticks though if it's like a plastic one or something like that which we shouldn't be using no we but, shouldn't we should but if it is i'm you know i'm okay with that Something um, about the wood on my teeth. I was gonna say I I'll, I used to chew on them, but it's like, a toothpick is fine for that's me. What I'm saying it's just a giant toothpick, except right. it's dull. Look, it's 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 a weird thing. I don't know. I it's should okay. go on Maury and These figure it happen. out. You should go on Maury. That'd be hilarious if you were on. <laughs> Does Maury. he film in Bristol? That's not too far. Does from he here. still film? I oh, feel I don't like know. He's like I, I, I'm sure that show is probably still doing great if he's on. I uh, just you know he seems like one of those like a Larry King type of guy. Is Larry King dead? Larry King's dead. Fuck yeah. Fuck, I yeah, thought Larry King was still alive. Yeah, he died last year, I think. Um, fucking, uh, what I was going to say was, oh, yeah, so the, speaking of those one-on-ones. Um, yeah. We got more of those coming up. Oh, yeah, that's they're right. Coming up. We, I think we, they're coming up this week. We got an email with the footage and no follow-up. So yeah, I don't know what's about to happen, but I'm going to download that footage. Um, So this week, what do we got? We got that coming up. We got some Intel stuff. We got some MLS stuff. We got that versus thing. I actually have a decent amount of stuff coming up this week. Yeah, it's one of those things where I think we have plenty to do. Uh, none of it's none of it's too difficult, and none of it's like really hard deadlines that we have to like rush to. But yeah. we're going to be busy, and then we still have a lot of office maintenance stuff. Like, Tons of office maintenance yeah. stuff. I just learned today that the vacuum cleaner is broken. Oh no, the red one? Yeah. So now I got to get a new vacuum cleaner. It's How broken. Up is that? How? Yeah. We've only had it for like two months, dude. I, you, I, I, I couldn't fix it. I took it all apart, tried to clean it. Everything is still like barely, dude. barely works. I don't know what happened. Damn. Yeah, I, I will say I have a uh, one of those Dyson stick vacuums. It was like three hundred dollars, but man, it is so great I was for a, a small Brooklyn apartment. Like, I, it's I was amazing. about to say, I, I probably am gonna drop like five hundred dollars on a stupid fucking vacuum. Yeah, that I, pisses me off. I would, I would, I really would suggest one of those Dyson. I think the V seven or V eights. Uh, yeah, this the, has become like seen at podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about kind the of best is. vacuums. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That I think uh, one thing that I'm interested in about this fall. Is uh, Lincoln back up with NHL? I was watching a, a hockey um, uh, documentary yesterday, and I was just like, "Man, hockey!" It's it's probably a little bit too late right now, but we should have we should have reached out to them about the expansion draft, see if they needed any anything extra. Uh, that that's this week, and then the actual draft is later this week as well. I think. Yeah, I I, I want um I want Amy to talk to him about uh 
what's it called about just the upcoming season and i know yeah. she's got that guy the contact guy over there the premium dude so yeah we'll see what happens with that but i would love to make some stuff for nhl network especially if it goes on nhl network That'd dude absolutely great. i mean you you know i'm a hockey guy that's yeah. actually for those who don't know that's basically how alexi and i became friends in like sixth grade is we were the only two kids in jacksonville florida at our school who liked hockey yeah that's and a good then, point uh here we and are 20 years later it's when the red wings were fucking sick yeah now we're bad that's yeah. what the documentary was it was the russian five which is hilarious because i watched that documentary on a plane once yeah but i don't i didn't have headphones so i just watched it on mute and i was like <laughs> listening to a podcast or something and then uh it was on last night so i was like oh i'm gonna watch it and uh fucking it's great it's so so it was good. just on nhl tv it's on nhl network yeah that's, it's, all, that's it's awesome so good man I, I highly recommend it it's it's like legit amazing because it's not just the story of like uh, these Russian guys came over and the team was good. It's a story of like anti-Russian racism. Yeah. Like basically in America in the nineties. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's just it it's coming right off the cold war. Cause this dude, was still early nineties at this point. Right. It completely like changed my opinion on Don Cherry. Like I never really felt one way or the other about Don Cherry. I was like, ah, oh, crazy old guy. Is who, he the one who dresses up? Yeah. I was like crazy okay. old guy who wears like ridiculous suits. Yeah. Like whatever I could care less. And then they were playing clips from Don Cherry in the nineties literally live on tv being like this is hockey night in canada not hockey night in russia the russians shouldn't be playing here they need to go home like this is not a league for russia i was like what? jesus christ this fucking xenophobe and uh, of course the russians came in and fucking dominated so it felt good yeah but um fuck don cherry wasn't that the team didn't they, didn't one of their players die or something like that yeah so vladimir konstantinov like after they'd won that first cup in uh 96 97 yeah um, they swept the Flyers and then like the next week, uh, it sucked, man, because they all went out like it was their last outing as a team before the offseason. Yeah. And then, um, like Vladimir Konstantinov went and he wasn't, they weren't even going to go cause it was a golf thing. And they were like, there was a charity golf thing and they were like, ah, we don't really golf. They're like, ah, fuck it. We'll go whatever. Yeah. But they hired a bunch of limos. Like yeah. the entire team hired limos cause they didn't want a drunk drive. And then the one limo that Konstantinov and I think Fatisov were both in, uh, that limo went off the road, crashed into a tree because the driver fell asleep. That's and Konstantinov so uh, got like paralyzed. That's awful. Yeah, dude. From like the, I think from the neck down. And then the next year when they won the cup, they wheeled him out in the wheelchair. And like he was, because he, they basically brought him to the cup and like he was with the team for it. But that's I mean, it was nuts, man, because that was like the just the most insane. He he was like they called him the Vladinator and he would he would like wear these sunglasses. Then he'd be like hasta la vista, baby. And, <laughs> like he was he was he the was muscle like the on that team because like, you know, you had Fedorov who was like the flashy like finisher. Yeah. You had Larionov like kind of the professor with like the mentality Fatisov like the captain. Uh, Kozlov was just like the hard worker, quiet guy. Mm -hmm. And then you had Konstantinov, who was the muscle. He was like everything that the media didn't think Russian players were or European players because they were like, oh, they're all so soft. And Konstantinov oh, really? would just crush players. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea yeah. that was the stigma. I would have guessed the complete opposite, honestly. Yeah. The stigma was that they were that they were soft. But uh, the the thing is. It's just they played differently because their style was based around just keeping the puck. The yeah, whole it was it was more skill oriented than, yeah. than brute. 
Yeah, but it's it's a crazy documentary. I, I recommend it. The Russian Five and uh, the animations that they use in it are pretty wild because they use a lot of animation to help carry the story. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's it's pretty cool. I I would recommend checking it out. But um, you know that that would be uh. It'd just be cool to get stuff on on that network or to work with that company or whatever. Yeah, I think this year especially, we've been doing a pretty good job leaning into sports. And for me, that's great. Like, that's ultimately the kind of work I want to do. The more sports editing I can do, the better. Uh, Just, I mean, that's my skill set, to be honest. It's it's something I'm actually passionate about. Mm -hmm. You know, the other stuff I enjoy, work is work. But I just take extra care when it's about sports because I actually care about the the narrative. Yeah, I feel that. for this last uh, few minutes of this pod, uh, what do you think about, like, realistically, do you think that there is a chance to somehow use this little podcasting space to generate income for the company? Or do you think that maybe the podcast bubble has burst and that this type of you know, environment, this quality that you can get on your own at home is, is so good that like people aren't going to need a service like this. I don't know. Cause I've been thinking about that. I feel like the bubbles burst personally. Yeah. I don't know if I'm being like a pessimist, but I mean, like, I, I don't want to be a hater, but I like that. I like having the space just for us. Yeah. But I do think that like, there's no way to make money off of it. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my feeling too, is like, we can keep doing podcasts for fun and like we can keep trying to grow it and you know maybe we can make money off of it i'm not you know i wouldn't bank the the, the business on it though i don't think so either i, I mean video is going to be our bread and butter 100 it's just how it is um yeah. i mean but you you know that from because you're you're a musician and like you've been putting out albums for a decade now i mean you know there's yeah. there's just not money in it unless you're going to be touring all the time and even like that that's a tough lifestyle I mean, corporate gigs are where it's at, and I just podcasts aren't really corporate enough unless we could like get bought out by someone or something. But that's not realistic either. Yeah, I, I, it's 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 an interesting situation because like I think if if anything, maybe we could break even on it, yeah. like where like we could offset it. But I don't think we're ever making money doing this. No. Like, and I'm not talking about this specific podcast. I'm talking about like offering this as a service to yeah. people coming in. Because it's like, well, yeah, I mean, we'll give you the space and you can record. But also like, what what can, what can you do here that you can't do at home? Like literally you can do all this at home and it doesn't cost that much. Like, yeah. You can get two good microphones. Well, and, I mean, and an interface for like all together, all in under 500 bucks. Exactly. Maybe. And realistically, that's what... I, roughly like what it would cost to book a couple hours here right yeah, i mean yeah. may, maybe not that much but if you're going to be doing it on the system exactly you might as well just invest in your own stuff yeah. granted what we can offer is a nice soundproof room in a quiet area which is difficult to find in new york it really is like yeah. yeah you can record in your own home with with you know usb mics that's yeah. what that's what we used to use yeah. but Another thing, maybe, I mean, maybe we're not giving it enough credit. Like maybe because, you know, to us, it's just like, oh, buy a couple mics, buy an interface, set it up and all that. And if someone just wants to start a podcast, it's like, I'm not doing all that. Like, you know, maybe some people aren't as savvy with shit. Yeah. And and maybe to, maybe, them, to them, it's like magic. They walk in here talking to a mic and then we're like, OK, it's done. And they're like, whoa, this is crazy. That's true. And the other part is, you how know, did you put that clip of that voicemail that Evan left in here? You know what I mean? That kind of shit. I mean, it it's not too difficult to do, but sometimes it's just difficult enough that people don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And then, you know, the other stuff like editing it 
and not that we do a ton of editing, but yeah. sometimes that seems like a bigger ask to, you know, people think it's yeah. big, big and scary. Yeah, I guess at the end of the day, if you don't know the program, it is big and scary. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And just having, you know, the fact that we have our podcasts that we know really well and like four others on the network, we have a, a decent idea on how to produce them, how to distribute them. Yeah just that bit of knowledge might be enough for people to be like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just pay the money. I'll yeah. Well, we'll see. Hopefully we can make it break even. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I think it's possible. I mean, I, I love this space. I think it's really cool. And I think it, even if it doesn't get used that often for outside podcasts, it just makes us look more professional to be yeah, honest. Like yeah. this, is, this is a nice little recording studio. It's got these windows that you can look out into the rest of the office. Yeah. Like it just, it's, I mean, and it's a great little breakout space. Yeah, that's what I really like about it is that like the other day, I mean, whenever we have calls and stuff, but like the other day specifically, I had like a, an hour long brainstorming call and yeah. I just came in here and did it and didn't bug anyone. Yeah. At the old space, I would have been on the phone for an hour sitting at the main table and everyone would have been like, well, I have to be quiet now. Yeah. yeah and, so. and that's how it used to be at the old office. And we, you know, it also doubles as an edit suite in a way. Like if, if there True. is a, a client who doesn't want to be out in in our bullpen if you yeah, want to call it that we could set something up in here for them exactly yeah. we already have a really good editing rig in here uh and you know it's pretty pretty easy it, yeah. you know there's plenty of places to sit and chill uh it's comfy we got an extra monitor that we can set up exactly it's a whole it's a whole thing all right well chris thank you for coming in on sunday and doing this yeah i'm, I'm happy to it's uh we almost we're i didn't want to get behind two weeks in a row you yes, know, last agreed. week was the first time I think in in our forty plus episodes that mm -hmm. we have not released on time. Yeah, and uh, you know, well, you know, I mean, frankly, a lot of it's on the Sizzlers. It because is because they haven't been supporting like I thought. They That's haven't been true. calling in. They haven't been calling in. Shout out to Evan for winning the contest, but Ben, Braxton, you guys, Joe. Yeah, you guys wow. are fucking up. Well, honestly. it's crazy because because Joe <laughs> immediately called us out for being late last week. Yeah, so he he listens. He knows that it was supposed to be there. Where's our content, Joe? We yeah. need help. We Joe need help. Said, Joe said he was going to call in and do all this shit. And instead, he's just probably sitting at home and watching like NASCAR or something and like playing with the dogs. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he's, he's doing. He's strapping GoPros on dogs and, yeah. and running them around some cars. Classic Joe, dude. I I don't know, man. I'm. I think we're going to have to ban him from the Sizzlers land. Oh, no. We have banned our He's first listener. Like yeah. a, a perm, permaban? Permanent permaban. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm going to get his IP address. These these episodes are not <laughs> going to his IP address. That'd be crazy if you could just like ban a, a listener from yeah. your music. Yeah, if Joe doesn't call by next week, he's banned. Wow. That's all I'm saying. I bet we're going to get a call Monday afternoon. Where can he call us? Uh, 332-333-4361. That is the Sizzle Reel cold line. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sizzle Reel Gang. That's Send right. us an email. Sizzle Reel Gang at gmail.com. No one has sent us an email ever. We have ever. not gotten a single email ever. I've actually never logged into the email. So uh, I, I I'm don't the know. only one who has access to the email. Oh, but I will okay. say I think our inbox has like six pieces of mail for like the whole year, which is pretty sick. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it inbox zero. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right, guys. Thank you for listening. And uh, we... We'll catch you next time. And don't forget, patreon.com slash Productions if you want to join the Patreon. Support us. We've got a happy hour coming up this week. Send me a drive, you cheap bastard. A 
Shishkin Productions podcast.